welcome to the Enya Sisters podcast. Today we are talking about loneliness. I am Jenny Wigglesworth. And I am Kelly White. And Kelly's going to give us a brief explanation of what the Enneagram is. It's what we base everything we do at Enya Sisters on. And then we'll go from there. So the Enneagram is an ancient assessment theory that basically um, takes your personality and there's nine different types and you are going to fall into one of the basic nine types. Um, And that's the basic, most basic definition of it. Great. And you have a quote to share. Yes, so as we're talking about loneliness today, this quote is from Tim Burton. If you've ever had that feeling of loneliness, of being an outsider, it never quite leaves you. That's great. So as you're listening, we're going to be going through all nine types. We're going to give you an idea of what it means to deal with loneliness as your type, and then we'll follow that up to give you handles on kind of what to do and how to navigate through loneliness. So we're gonna start with type one. So as you may or may not know, type one is known as the reformer or the perfectionist. They are part of the gut triad. So when they are struggling with loneliness, they struggle with positivity. They are constantly in their own heads So if you are a type one, you may be hearing this and understanding that this sounds like me. Um, They are rarely positive about just affirming who they are, you know, what they're about, because they're always thinking that they could be doing it just a little bit better. So they create an isolation pretty much in their own heads that nobody else is aware of. So that is inherent to their loneliness. And did you have something to add to that? Um, yeah, the, the type one definitely has a challenge um, expressing positivity for themselves and sometimes for others as well. Um, they can be very critical and have really high standards. Um, this can create a barrier on relationships. So um, a good practice for them would be just expressing appreciation. What have I done well today? What have have others in my life done well today? And try to find some time to genuinely connect with others. Right. And that was good. And then accepting themselves the way they are, I -hmm. think is something that's hard for ones. And by accepting themselves the way they are, there's less pressure on being this perfect person and isolating themselves away from everyone. Because as we know, None of us can be perfect. Right. (laughs) And so when you are constantly judging yourself against this unknown imaginary person, you will be continually lonely because Mm -hmm. that person does not exist. So accepting yourself the way that you are and then just being patient with the world and yourself because coming out of loneliness and accepting these changes, it's going to be hard and challenging. So Mm -hmm. giving yourself grace being patient with yourself, and again, judging yourself less and inherently judging others less will help you kind of build that bridge to relationship. And that's what we're talking about today. So when we think about loneliness, loneliness is anti-relationship, right? You're alone. You are without. And so as we go through each of the types, we're going to help give you handles 
on how to create and build relationships. So going on to type two. Yeah, type two is known as the helper. And they have a high need for social interaction, which also means they can feel isolated when that is taken away. They miss helping others, um, which gives them a feeling of being valued when they can help others. Um, So I would challenge any type twos out there, go ahead and express your own needs sometimes. Allow other people to help you because you are not the only one that can help other people. Other people need to help you too. It's a reciprocal relationship. Yeah, exactly. That vulnerability thing is hard because for twos, we don't think of them as being vulnerable. We think of them as just being the helper and they're always there for you and Mm -hmm. they're your number two. (laughs) They're, They're your assistant, maybe. And we forget And if you are a two in hearing this, we forget that twos have needs just like anybody else. And um, not expressing that you also have needs may seem like this heroic thing that you're doing, that you, Mm -hmm. you know, you never have needs, but we know that twos also have needs. So expressing your needs is not only going to help you grow as a person, but it's going to develop that relationship that we talk about. Yeah, for sure. So if you're feeling lonely and you are a two right now, we would encourage you to allow for someone else to help that person sometimes. Mm -hmm. Don't believe in this God theory that you're the only one that is going to help these individuals. You know, sometimes the universe needs you to take a step back so that you can be served, so that you can build relationships. Mm-hmm. So be open to that and understand that that is actually you growing and growing out of loneliness. Yeah. And other people do want to help you too. <laughs> right. We all have those twos in our lives. <laughs> Type three is in the heart triad. So they definitely feel things. They feel first and they are, their downfall as far as loneliness is concerned is being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It's hard for threes, if you are a three, to be vulnerable at any time. Um, You, as a three, continually want to be seen a certain way. Now, I don't like using the word perfect because that brings us back to one, but you like being perceived the way you like being perceived. And if you're hearing this, we know that you have many Instagram followers if you're on social media. (laughs) So we don't doubt that about threes. But what we do know about threes is they're afraid to let people in to their true self. Um, and acknowledging that they want that they need to be loved despite their successes is also the second part of that. So letting themselves be vulnerable and acknowledging that they deserve to be loved despite success. If you're a three, you're a go-getter, you're an achiever. We mm-hmm. know that about you. Um, and we love that about you. But we also know that you inherently, who you are on the inside, is what deserves to be loved. Right. And, and so for growth out of loneliness, we want you to share your true self. And we want you to accept that and be open to just being honest with those around you. Um, maybe if you are on social media, a growth example could be putting a picture that maybe you don't love about you on there right did you have some more to add uh just to reiterate what you already said some great points um 
Knowing that you are lovable even in failure, which is basically the definition of being vulnerable. Um, you don't always have to succeed at everything that you do, even though you have those high standards. It's okay to fail sometimes and share that with someone because sharing that failure is going to help you grow and is going to deepen that relationship and help you feel not alone. Right, exactly. On to type four. All right, type four is our romantic individualist. So fours often already feel like outsiders. Um, They're normally sort of in their own boat. They kind of like it that way. They like to be different and um, original. Uh, But they can also have unstable emotions, causing this feeling of isolation to magnify. And so for fours, they really struggle with consistency. They ride their emotions, um, they go up and down on this roller coaster, and it's a challenge for them to just stay and commit to things and do the thing that may not be how they're feeling right now. So I would challenge fours to just do the same thing every day. Find a routine that helps you feel stable and consistent Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, that consistency piece is key to the four's loneliness. They can they struggle with it to the point where they jump, like they see a squirrel, and it's like, oh, squirrel, deer, <laughs> antelope, what's next? You know, they're always jumping to something else because they are those fun, romantic, unique individuals, which we love that about fours, mm-hmm. but they also don't stick to something, and they aren't consistent, and with that they find themselves lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I meant, we mentioned social media because we know it's a huge part of our lives. But if you are a four, I think sometimes social media can be really hard for fours. And I think for the next numbers that we're going through, but especially for fours, because you get on social media and you see, you know, so-and-so said this, oh, so-and-so's doing this. Oh, I want to do that. Oh, that made me sad. And you're jumping through these hula hoops and roller coasters of emotion and there's nothing consistent. There's no mm-hmm. stable line. Right. And those feelings can be detrimental to your emotional and well-being. Mm-hmm. So finding a consistent pattern, like Kelly said, whether it's meditating daily, journaling daily, or just thinking about a practice that you remember loving that maybe you didn't stick to most likely, mm-hmm. and going back to that and making it a consistent pattern in your everyday life. Um, if you are, you know, self-quarantining right now because of the times that we're in, or maybe you're listening to this later on, if you are feeling lonely at all, I would say, especially for fours, to get off social media for mm-hmm. a while, you know, make that something that you can be consistent with, whether it's an hour, a day, a week, a month, whatever makes sense for your life, and and choose something else to take in place of that. All right. Something that actually provides joy and provides balance in your life. So yeah, yeah. type Good. four. Moving on to type five. So fives, we know that fives are the thinkers. They're in their heads pretty much all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's the struggle, right? Um, for them, unlike four's way of dealing with consistency, fives consistently struggle with getting out of their own heads letting someone else take over. They are continually relying on themselves that they be they become withdrawn from others. 
They don't want to deal with emotions for sure. Mm -hmm. And they would rather not participate in anything. So if that's you, we have some great handles for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, First of all, be generous by relaxing your mindset. Understand that the reality of abundance of knowledge, time, all of those things you worry about, they're still going to be there. Mm-hmm. Relationship is going to be more fulfilling and is going to take you out of the loneliness way before anything else will. And then the other thing that I just put out, I'd like to put out there is to be honest about your energy. And I yeah. think this is true for sixes too, and we'll go over that next, but fives do not have a lot of energy. So if this is you, be honest with those people that you're building relationships with and let them know how much energy you have. Let Mm -hmm. them know if Tuesday is not a good day to hang out. You know, be open and honest about that from the beginning so that you can continue to develop these relationships um, deeper. Right. Yeah, so fives are very comfortable being on their own as it is and they're they rarely really feel lonely the way that other numbers would feel lonely um they have already naturally created boundaries that are kind of island-like um to keep you out they like being on their own and being in their headspace um they like relying on themselves and not risking they like watching and not initiating um And so what I would say for fives is you have this vast amount of knowledge that you love researching. Why not reach out and help someone else with your intelligence and all the resources that you've gained uh, with your strengths? And that's going to help you come out of your island and that's going to help you include them. Yeah, exactly. So moving on to type six. Type six, the loyalist. So sixes, they highly value connecting with others, um, and they feel lonely when their connections have not been quality or they haven't been frequent or normal. Um, Sixes also struggle with anxiety and trusting themselves and have this um, negativity spiral that happens inwardly. They have a lot of negative talk um, that's really hard for them to push away and get out of. And so for sixes, I would say it's, again, the positivity challenge. Um, Trust yourselves that you can handle it and try and focus on positive phrases and things that are going to encourage you and positive people and friends, too, to surround you with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because as you may or may not know, those of you who are listening, Kelly's a type six and I'm a type one. And we struggle with similar things, but for different reasons. Right. So ones are in their own head as well for different reasons, as we mentioned prior. And sixes are in their own heads, but they're constantly thinking about worst case scenarios and this Mm -hmm. inner dialogue that nothing is going to work out the way they want it to. Whereas ones struggle with it in a different way, thinking that everything they do needs to be perfect. Right. And so... Obviously, we help balance each other out because we are struggling with similar things. Mm -hmm. And I think four sixes, like Kelly said, they need to be around people they feel safe Mm -hmm. and feel will protect them and their person on the inside. And then for sixes, if you are, you know, a six or you know a six, challenge yourself and challenge those friends that you may have that are sixes 
to be confident, you know, be confident in the things that they know because sixes are really good at the things they do well. They're good decision makers, even though they're constantly doubting themselves. That's the kind of two-sided thing about sixes, which is very ironic. Mm -hmm. Um, And stop living in this worst case scenario. So if you are in this whole quarantine life or you're listening to it later on, Um, you understand that this is a worst case scenario situation. Mm -hmm. And so as a six, you go straight to that headspace and negative space. And, you know, most people don't realize you're going through that. So be honest about those feelings with the people that you feel safe with and try to get out of that, that headspace. Right. I would say meditation, again, like we mentioned Mm -hmm. with fours, could be really helpful with sixes. Probably getting off social media because 50, if not more, percent of the things on there are negative right now. Right. Um, Find the things that really bring you joy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And the people. Even if it's a phone call, if you can't go out and see a friend... Give them a call. Remember what that was like? An actual phone call? Call your friends. It's okay. Like, I know texting is the way, especially as a six, but there's something about hearing a human being's voice Mm -hmm. that is 10 times better than a text, right? Yes. You may not believe me as a six, but as (laughs) Kelly being a six, she can attest. It might be scary at first, but that's why you're only going to call the people that make you feel safe. Right. Right? Very good. So moving on to type seven. So I'm married to a type seven, the adventurer, the entertainer. Type sevens are interesting because if you are a type seven, you know it. You are the fun person. You are the person that is the social butterfly, Mm -hmm. person in the room that everybody loves. You're making your way around every table. Everyone knows your name. We get it. You're fun. Um, However... As a seven, you may or may not know, but sevens lack commitment. So if you are a seven, you definitely know this. You will avoid committing to something like the plague. (laughs) And you'd rather just do the fun thing and let's just move on with this, right? And socializing constantly is kind of your go-to. But the interesting thing about it is you don't have a lot of deep friendships. Mm. So... This is true of some other numbers for different reasons, but for the seven, it's because one, you're not consistent with anything or most things, especially if it's outside of work-related things where you have to get things done. Mm -hmm. And secondly, it's just more fun to socialize and be the fun person and be the person everybody loves. But we all know that if you really know someone, there's going to be a point in time where conflict occurs. Mm-hmm. And a real relationship is not always fun. So if you are feeling lonely and you are a seven, it's probably because in this time, whether you're you're during Corvette, whether you're listening to this during COVID or not, you may come to a point in your life where you look around you and you realize you don't have very many friends. Mm-hmm. And that has everything to do with the fact that you are not going deep that you're not committing to anyone or many. And we would encourage you to exercise self-restraint. You know, we love the fun about you. We love that you're the entertainer, but sometimes it's okay to restrain yourself. Right. Let somebody else do the fun or maybe be <laughs> the wingman or something or wing woman. 
And then follow through with your commitments. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Sevens need excitement, stimulation, and most of all, inclusion. In this way, they are set up to feel lonely often. They fear missing out and want to be part of everything. Um, yeah. So I would challenge sevens to find some consistency. Like Jenny said, follow through is really going to help your relationships, committing to your relationships and maybe meeting with someone once a week and just having someone there that you can be reliable with and you can build that bond with is really going to help you feel less lonely and it's going to help your life in general just feel more valuable. Mm-hmm, exactly. And something we mentioned in talking prior to the episode is if you are stuck at home, maybe you work from home, maybe it, it's during quarantine time and you have to stay at home, jump on a Zoom call with your best buddies, you know, Mm -hmm. two or three people that you do actually feel close to and talk about your favorite thing, whether it's a hobby, a sport, an artistic um, adventure or thing that you're into and connect with them on a weekly basis. Make it a commitment, um, make it fun, something that you're into and start to dive deep into those relationships. I think that's going to help you get out of that loneliness. Mm -hmm, For sure. All right, we are moving on to type eight. Type eight, the challenger. Um, Eights are very independent and probably wouldn't ever admit to being lonely. Um, Eights sometimes forget they need other people until they need other people. (laughs) Right. Um, They struggle with appearing vulnerable in any way. And um, they see vulnerability as weakness. They don't want to see it in you, and they definitely don't want to show you their vulnerable side. So I would challenge eights to let somebody in, and it's okay to show a little bit of weakness. That's how we grow, and that's how we develop relationship. Yeah, exactly. That vulnerability thing of all the numbers, of all the types, type eight they see it as a weakness, not only in themselves, but in others. They can be very judgmental towards people who show vulnerability. So yeah, I would just agree with Kelly on that one. Big emotions aren't the only ones. Recognizing the value of vulnerability. It's only going to allow for a deeper, closer relationship with those who you desire to have a relationship with, whether it be your spouse, your coworkers, maybe your buddies from college. Showing vulnerability is the quickest way to relationship yeah so um you know type eights being the challengers maybe a way of thinking about coming out of loneliness is to make it a challenge like challenge yourself to be vulnerable with maybe one or two people in your life and i bet you those relationships get deeper right away Mm -hmm. for sure so moving on to type nine the last type So we love type nine, like all the other types, they have their pros and cons. They are known as the peacemaker. They're Mm -hmm. in that gut triad. So they, they actually do though, um, hate conflict. Unlike eights and ones who are also in that gut triad that are pretty much okay with conflict and create Mm -hmm. conflict in their lives to get to the point, to the perfection, to whatever their goals are in life. Type nines do it in a different way. And I, I want to even say a less purposeful way. Mm-hmm. They go about conflict in a very passive-aggressive way, which 
For those of you who have been around anyone and may be guilty of it yourself, who has been passive aggressive, it is not joyful. Or healthy. <laughs> yes, it's, it's extremely unhealthy, right? You come across friendly and adaptable, but deep down inside you're cursing whoever you're talking to. Mm-hmm. That is not a way to relationship. We understand that type nines are non-confrontational and they have preferences of putting others first, but at what cost? If you're wanting to dive into relationship, you have to let go of that people-pleasing mindset sometimes and accept assertiveness, even if it means confrontation. Uh, We talked about before we started the episode today that, you know, if you've been to any counseling session, you know that conflict is a good thing. It may not appear good if you're a six or a nine or some of the other numbers, but conflict gets you to the other side of the bridge, right? Mm -hmm. The other side where friends are, the other side where relationships are built. The only way across that bridge is to create the conflict, get through it, and get over to the other side. So we would encourage the nines, if this is you listening and you are feeling lonely, to ditch the passive-aggressive side that's inside of you. Mm -hmm. Let go of that. Be honest with the people you are in relationship with and be okay with conflict sometimes. Conflict is a part of life. It allows us to grow. It allows us to feel connected at the end of it. And I mean, let's be honest, without conflict... You're just being a fake person. Hmm. You're not even being a true representation of who you are. And nobody wants that. And stop fearing disconnection. We know that you want to be everyone's best friend. But who are those friends if they don't really know who you are? Right. Okay. Did you have anything to add for nines? Um, I think you covered it. All right. So... (laughs) I think we definitely want to end on talking about loneliness overall. Mm -hmm. So no matter what type you are, if you are feeling lonely, there are handles out there. If you've listened to the podcast, we went through each and every one of them for your specific type. But we also want to reiterate that by encouraging you to get outside your house if you can, walk around in nature, Mm -hmm. do something that is going to bring positivity to your life. Whether it's talking to a friend on the phone, going in nature like I mentioned, meditating, journaling, all of those things have been proven to bring positivity to your life. We encourage you to do those things. Anything else? I hope one of those numbers resonated with you and you can grab some of those tips. Um, to help you not feel lonely. Um, Maybe just reach out to a friend or use any of the other things that Jenny said. Um, Yeah, we want to just create more connectiveness um, for all of you. Right, and if you do ever have questions or comments, we have a forum on our website, neasisters.com. We also have a free membership, a free quiz if you've never explored your numbers so that you can discover your true self. And we will love, we would love to have you back on here again for episode two, which will be airing next week. So just stay tuned for all of the information in our, on our social media page or on our website. And thanks for joining. All right.